The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Starting your day in the locker room on WCNN North Atlanta on Dickey Broadcasting Station. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Everybody, welcome to the Buck Blue Show, live in the Battery Atlanta, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11, here on the fan, 680 and 93.7, streaming at 680thefan.com, check us out there, or get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming, Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car, visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. And let them wow you. 10 o'clock hour on the fan brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. Go to championshiplaw.com for more information. Got DT Derek Thomas in the house. Road Dog Gillespie, who was all over the TV last night. If you're watching the Georgia-Mississippi State basketball game, right behind Coach White, Kirby Smart and his family didn't have as good a seed as what Road Dog Gillespie had last night. Now, theirs was pretty good. I don't, it may be comparable because they didn't have uh, Coach White standing in front of them for the majority of the game. And then with the entertainment they had last night, and they were showing this on the SEC Network, the uh, lady that was on the Red Panda. The Red Panda is what they call her? Correct, yes. So she's flipping these uh, these bowl, porcelain bowls around on top of her head as she stands on the, it's not the bicycle. Unicycle. The unicycle, the unicycle, yeah. And uh, you were right in the background. And Road Dog, I saw you giving a standing ovation when she got done. She is my by far my favorite halftime a- act that uh, Georgia brings up there. Hey, let's start this show with a bang, man. I've got two Hank Williams Jr. tickets we're going to give away. We've got both Cephas coming to Atlanta on May the 20th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Tickets going on sale tomorrow. Make a note, tomorrow, 10 a.m., Ticketmaster.com. Listen to my show all week, including tomorrow, and get uh, maybe your, your chance of winning the two tickets. Or you can just go buy them to see Hank Williams Jr. coming May 20th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. We'll take the second caller at 404-231-1680, the number. You're going to be a winner as we start the show today. Bo Cephas, baby. Does it get any better than that? Let's get to the big take, DT. Bucks. Big. Take. David Pollock had it absolutely correct. Sitting next to Nick Saban on the game day set last Monday night, Pollock set the record straight. Georgia has taken hold of college football, quote, unquote. 
Translation on that, they've passed Alabama to the top spot. And you probably saw the look on Nick Saban's face when David stepped up and said what he said. Georgia's won back-to-back titles. They've won 29 of the last 30 games, including a knockout win over Bama. Make no mistake about it. The Tide is officially in catch-up mode. They're trying to catch up. Trying to make up ground on the dogs, and the way I'm seeing it, man, that's going to be difficult. Because right now, Kirby, make a note of these things. Kirby is out-coaching Nick Saban. Kirby's coaching staff is out-coaching Nick Saban's coaching staff. Monken or O'Brien? <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking uh, Todd Monken in that one. Uh, Schumann and Muschamp or uh, Pete Golding? I'm taking Schumann and Muschamp. How about you? I repeat, dogs on top, Alabama has slipped. Now, the wild card heading into this 2023 season is this. The quarterback situation. What program has the better answer at quarterback this upcoming season? At this moment, no one really knows. Is Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson better than Carson Beck? Only time will tell. But make a note of it. David Pollock had it right. And Nick Saban looked like he had his feelings hurt with that one. Now, I've seen some of the media coverage of what Pollock was said, and it went viral, obviously. Pollock was not bragging. Pollock was telling the truth. And if you think otherwise, Alabama fans, then you're in denial. It's as simple as that. And there's your big take today. Great having Pollock on last week. Man, let's, let's keep on with the college football, man. We got it going. Best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. We are the NFL. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. Right. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Fastest one hour in radio right Woo. here. All right, here we go, Buck. Let's make a move. Top five. A little bit of NFL, a little bit of college. We'll bring the two together, though, looking ahead to the NFL draft. Who? We know you got the extensive Buck Blue Show research team, and we know you'll have your uh, your grades and your mock drafts coming out soon. But right now, Buck, who is the Buck Blue Show top-rated quarterback? Are you mocking me? No, I want your, I want your mock answer. Who's the top quarterback, according to Buck Blue Show, for Without the 2023 doubt. NFL draft? Without a doubt. C.J. Stroud. You were impressed, huh? On, um, what, just over 10 days ago now or whatever it was? Uh, yeah, I was impressed. Who was I, Buck? You mean in that national championship game? Well, it might have been, been to the well, Falcons. they were calling it the semifinal game. Yeah, it was the Peach But come on, Ohio game. State and Georgia, looking back on it, that was the natty right there. And C.J. Stroud was nothing less than marvelous Ooh. in that game. He showed off. Uh, running with the ball, which I hadn't seen previously. Yeah, had that in his back pocket, apparently, and 
was ready, yeah, ready when, it, the, the, when it mattered the, the most. Top-rated quarterback in the draft right now. Well, That's my we'll take see. on it. Yeah, well, very good chance he'll be, if not one, two or three there. We'll see if the uh, NFL three. No, yeah, I mean. Come on, man. I'm, well, the only reason I say that is because uh, you know, you know, the Bears probably aren't in, aren't probably in the quarterback discussion. So, oh, I thought you were saying Levis would go ahead of. Stroud. Oh no, 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 I meant the top three overall pick. No, yeah. not not third quarterback. Oh, he's going to be top three. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, I don't let's see him slipping further than, than that. All right, but uh, Stetson MIA the other day for the uh, for the press conference the the morning after the Natty victory was Stetson back at work yet? Well, look, we found out why he wasn't at that day after press conference. And Did you? what the deal was, was he was off the clock. Yeah, his job was done, right? Right. His, he, he said so. My his ED, responsibilities my to the University of Georgia came to an end at the end of that football game. He did the post-game press conference. He was the offensive most valuable player in the game, led the dogs to back-to-back national titles. He was off the clock. No reason for Stetson to go to the day after press conference. And, yes, he was at work yesterday. Raisin Canes. Have you been there, DT? I have, and I'm, yeah, I'm quite a fan. I think Road Dog's been uh, through that drive-through more than once. Yes, Stetson, a spokesperson for Raisin Canes, restaurant in Athens, right there on campus. The founder and CEO was there as Stetson was taking orders yesterday. And they, the founder hung a portrait of Stetson inside the restaurant. And then they toasted with that bourbon that's Stetson's favorite. They did a toast after that. So, yeah, Stetson back at work yesterday, glad, brother. Glad to see him getting back to the grind, Buck. I like those thin fries they have at Raisin Oh, yeah, kind Kings. of crinkled, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the sauce isn't as good as some of the other sauces out there. Yeah. I give it a thumbs up. It's a, it's a little more mild. Yeah, I, that's fair. But still good stuff out there at Canes. All right, Buck. Ratings down, we heard, for this national championship. A lot of reasons why. Why, why do you, what did you What did you take on that? Well, two reasons, all right? There are two reasons for the viewership. It's the lowest rating since 1999. That's a long time. Last season, Georgia and Alabama brought in over 22 million viewers. Monday night, 17.2. So a big drop there. I've got two reasons why. Number one, pretty obvious it was a blowout. And number two, TCU is not a powerhouse program. And so there you go. But overall, I think ESPN should be pleased. The playoffs, the three games were up 9% from last year, averaging over $20 million a game. Yeah, semi So overall, it was a success. But the fact that TCU, uh, Cinderella let everybody down with that performance, that would be the reason why. Uh, blowout. They're not a well-known program. You can understand why viewership was a little bit down. Yeah, it made sense. And as we talked about earlier, the, the semifinal round, it was going to be difficult for the national championship to live up to the the, um, the week before. All right, but looking ahead to the East-West Shrine game. I did not know this. Doing a little research, I found out. You're a East-West Shrine Bowl Hall of Famer, Buck. And so you told me, we, we talked a little bit before the show. I want to talk about this at some point. But right now, it's the Falcons 
that will be coaching in that East-West Shrine Bowl. What kind of advantage that do they get from that? Yeah, the Falcon staff and the Patriots staff are going to be working. Patriots on the other side, yeah. So I think the advantage is that when it comes to day three of the draft or when it comes time to sign these undrafted free agents. Deeper down, right? Then they will have the advantage of of knowing these guys or most of these guys having worked the East-West Shrine game. Now, the Senior Bowl is going to get all the first and second round picks. East-West Shrine will... We'll pick up where the senior bowl left off, but it, it is an advantage, you know, because in pro football, part of the scouting thing, they're, they're primarily focused on the individual, the personality, are they motivated, is the money going to ruin them, they seem obsessed with this part of the scouting, and you're able to spend time with a lot of these guys, see them up close, there's the advantage for the Falcons. Okay, Bucks, let's have a little discussion with uh, Gillespie back here. But we move on to the final question of the top five. What's up with the Gators? Is it panic time down in Gainesville? Well, apparently they're they're a little short on quarterbacks. That's the word on the street. Yeah, they're, uh, they're top-rated quarterback. You know, you got Richardson heading to the NFL too soon, I believe. I mean, he's he's so raw. He needs another year at Florida. But, but the young man's gone, entered the draft. And the Gators, it left them really thin at the quarterback position. And now their top-rated player in this recruiting class has reportedly backed out on, uh, what is it, on three sports, is it, reporting this? Yeah, sure, that sounds right to me. He was the seventh-rated quarterback overall in the entire class. Pretty big get. Jaden Rashada. And he originally was going to Miami. He's from California. He originally was going to Miami, backed out of that, signed with Florida with that early signing day back in December. And now he wanted out, and reportedly Napier has allowed him to get out of signing that letter of intent. He's going to reopen his recruiting, and that was the only quarterback the Gators signed in the class. So I would imagine coming up first of February, you're going to see the Gators reach out there and try to lure in a, a guy that can come in and play some football for him. But right now, they are dangerously thin at the quarterback position. Because remember, you had the backup quarterback get arrested. I think he's going to jail. Yeah. Richardson uh, left early going to the draft. They're in trouble. Gone. They, they, they should be panicking down in that swamp area of Gainesville, Florida. Well, maybe the portal comes to save the day. That's another storyline to watch down in Gainesville, and that's your top five. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Hey, let me just say, too, coming out of that, I am really happy with my Heisman vote now that the football season's all over with. If you remember, I admitted after the announcement, I, I gave my ballot out publicly here on the show and I had Stetson Bennett number one he got my Heisman vote number one on my ballot and I took a little bit of you know criticism for that and let me just say as I'm looking back at the way the season ended and the way Stetson Bennett played I I think I got it right Stetson Bennett should have won that Heisman Trophy award 
A lot of criticism around that time about Stetson even going as a finalist to New York. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling better about that these days. Look, I, I know it's something that yeah, we I got that one right. That some of us media folks talk about, but is there any chatter? Is there any actual push behind moving, maybe moving the the voting deadline back a little bit? Well, so you can see the big games, so playoff games, much, arguably the most important games of the season. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be something in all the sports, like in baseball. You know, you turn in your votes for all those awards prior to the postseason even getting underway. Isn't that the most important part of the season? Certainly you could argue that. Some yeah. people would argue, well, it's supposed to be a regular season award. We have postseason awards. You know, Stetson did win the MVP of the game. But, yeah, it's uh, it's worth discussing at least. Well, Caleb Williams won. Now, if you had to re-vote right now, who would you vote for? Caleb Williams or Stetson Bennett? It looks like Stetson Bennett would get a lot more It would more be votes. a landslide. You think so? That would be fantastic. All right, coming up next on the show, we're going to dive into some Falcons talk and also got a little Braves coming up, too. Glad you're with me. It's the Buck Blue Show, live from the Battery on the Fan, 680 and 93.7. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Pimpin', baby. That's right. Big pimpin', spinning cheese. Got the Buck Baloo show here on the fan. 404-231-1680, the number. You want to jump in here? You can listen on 680-937-FM. Go to 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota and listen in multiple ways. Heck, you could miss the show between 10 and 11 and with our app. Go back and listen to the full show later in the day which is what Chad is doing most of the time over in Hawaii, one of our P1s here uh, listening to the station. 680 The Fan, they, um, we, we want to thank attorney Ken Nugent and our Falcon favorite Grady Jarrett for another season of giving. Ken and Grady, they teamed up all year long handing out to Georgia educators across the state an extra $500 each week. For each Falcons game, Ken donated $500 for teachers all over the state of Georgia. So one call, that's all. Great job, Attorney Ken Nugent. Go to attorneykennugent.com for more information, and we'll look forward to catching Grady on the fan down the road, brother. Let's talk a little Falcons football. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Well, the Falcons, uh, yesterday they had the exit season-ender press conference. 
yesterday, and it's exactly like I was telling you. It was a message of hope that the Falcons are on the right track. Now, I believe behind closed doors, they're snickering at how gullible the fan base is to buy this every single year, it seems. And I know the the locker room show has bought it again, that everything's okay. We're on the right track after a fifth consecutive losing season. They were upbeat yesterday, Fontenot and Coach Smith, where really they should be scrambling, trying to salvage what's left of this fan base. Have you seen the attendance? They should be scrambling right now instead of snickering at how gullible the fan base is. Let's hear from Fontenot. He was busy yesterday telling you about how they're moving on to the second phase of their plan. We're in the next phase of the plan. We had a plan from the very beginning, and now we're in the next phase of that. And this is going to be a different offseason than we had previous years. We're still going to be smart, and we're still going to um, handle things the right way. We're still going to set parameters and have discipline in everything we do. And yet, it's going to be a different offseason than it was. And, and yes, decisions we made before, we knew exactly what we're stepping into. We knew what the challenge was, and we knew, okay, early on in year one, we right, were going to have a lot of young I've players, heard but we have to this. sign some veterans. That because I've heard enough. Have. What? What he went on to say is, look, they got plenty of money to spend in free agency. But but please call and tell me, 404-231-1680, the number, what quality free agent player wants to come play for my Atlanta Falcons? They fl- Five losing seasons in a row. Who wants to be a part of that? It's a message of hope. It's what it is. But I'm not gullible enough to be buying it. I'll tell you that. Let's try Arthur Smith and see what he had to say. Let's let's hear about his mindset coming off these two years that he's had. Your mindset every day. You know, you're never going to have all the answers. You, you know, you're going to make some mistakes. And if you're humble enough to, to realize that and to lean on others, it's a continual growth. And that's what we believe in here. You know, it's really a big part of our core is that having that mindset. And inevitably what happens anytime you take a job, new responsibility, there's a lot of unknown. There's a there's a daily growth with a job. It helps when you're in a, in a place like Atlanta and, and the way our building's structured and the relationship with Terry. Uh, I've said this many times. I mean, it's hard enough to win this league. It's really hard when you're dealing with uh, the day-to-day drama that belongs on a private TV. So we don't have that here, and uh, I'm thankful for that every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, we appreciate it, Art. Yeah, everything's okay here. Nothing to see here at Flowery Branch. Everything's on track to get this organization back into the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. I do want to say I'm going to miss Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator who's retiring again. And they said yesterday, the Falcons were saying, look, they're in no rush to hire a new defensive coordinator. But I'm going to miss Dean Pease and the mindset that he had. I totally respected what Dean Pease was saying. Remember, I think it was last July, after one of the practices, he went on that diatribe where he was being asked, you know, why they're so bad and what's going on. He Basically, Dean P stood up and, and said what I wanted to hear. Uh, blankety blank, uh, we're going to change the culture. We're not going to be mediocre anymore. We're not going to be in the bottom half of the league. 
the way we've been the last 15 to 20 years. He's sick of that crap. You know, I love what Dean Pease was saying that day. I stood up and took notice. Now, sadly, we had the same results as the previous defensive coordinators. 23rd in scoring defense, 27th in total yardage given up, 31st in sacks. We've gotten used to this one. We don't sack quarterback. Only one team was worse than we were. 27th in takeaways, forced turnovers. We don't force turnovers. 31st in third down defense. It was that bad. Again, but hey, nothing to see here. We're on the right track. We've we've got these young players that that we're lining up. Before you know it, fan base, we're going to be right back in that Super Bowl. Don't worry. You know, there's something to be said about continuity, in my opinion, where you don't you're not constantly flipping it over and turning it over. Now, Art, Arthur Smith's not going anywhere yet. But he's got to hire a new defensive coordinator now. And I think it's a mistake to go out there unless some young guy, some, some younger guy than D's, Dean Pease uh, uh, wants the job and he feels like he's a good fit and Arthur feels like he's a good fit and he has a great scheme and you just know he's going to be successful. Isn't it more important to just promote somebody from within? Like I thought Frank Bush... You remember when Dean Pease, the only defensive coordinator to get injured and missed a game this season, was injured pregame when he got run over while those punters and return men were out warming up. Frank Bush stepped in in a moment's notice, and I thought did a really good job. Frank Bush would be an internal prospect that I'm sure they should be looking at. And uh, then you've got uh, outside the organization, the Broncos defensive coordinator, who I assume is not coming back with the Broncos uh, searching for a new head coach. Ajiro Averro, I believe his name is. That's how you pronounce it. But you, you look at his coaching tree. He worked with Fangio, uh, worked with Capers, Wade Phillips, Monty Kiffin. I mean, this guy's resume looks pretty impressive. So if you're not going to stick with the continuity thing, I think this is another guy you need to take a look at. Broncos weren't losing because of their defense. They were losing because they hired an incompetent head coach. And his offense and his quarterback were terrible. Terrible. 404-231-1680, the number. Jason joins us on the show. Hello, Jason. Hey, Buck. How are you doing today? Man, we're doing pretty good. Good, good. Hey, so... uh as far as free agents go for the Falcons, I feel like a, a player that would put them over the edge and be a really good fit in Atlanta is Lamar Jackson. Oh, there's no doubt. I've already mentioned it on the show and got laughed at. Yeah, I just think that he's he's the right fit for this team. And, you know, I don't think Ritter's the answer long term. And I think that Lamar would love to be in Atlanta and he would make this team so much better than they can focus in the offseason of boosting their defense. They have a great uh, running back in Algiers. And I just feel like, uh, Lamar could bring a championship eventually to Atlanta. And Atlanta would love him, too, Jason. As you know, Atlanta would embrace Lamar Jackson like they embrace Mike Vick. And it looks like Lamar Jackson has one foot out of Baltimore, if you ask me. I mean, as the Ravens get ready 
for a, a playoff game against the Bengals this weekend, and Lamar Jackson not ready to go, not ready to play. He looks like the head coach is totally frustrated with it. I'm sure they're frustrated. They feel like they offered him a legitimate contract during the offseason, and he turned that contract down. And now Lamar looks like uh, he wants out. It looks to me from the outside looking in that the Ravens want him out. They want to go in a new direction. I don't believe they're going to franchise tag him. He would be an awesome fit here in Atlanta. It's very rare for a quarterback like that, a former MVP, to just become a free agent. So it would be, it would still surprise me if they didn't franchise him, franchise tag, try to work something out. But I know, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look, look good right now. Yeah, they don't look great right now. But I mean, what an asset to just let walk. We'll see. Yeah, and I think he would and fit Arthur that, Smith's offense uh, perfectly. Speaking you know. of which, they've already built that Ravens offense and team around him. So it seems like. Yeah, it looks like they're ready to move on. Yeah. And it looks like to me he'd be a great fit with what Arthur Smith wants to do offensively. Uh, run the football, run the football, run the football. Then a little boot play action, make a play. Yeah, get the quarterback out on the perimeter, let him find these tall, big receivers we're accumulating here in Atlanta. He loves throwing to his tight end. He's been feeding Mark Andrews for years now. But I'm still thrown by this idea that now the Falcons have this cap room. They've got money to spend. And because of that, we're going to rake in all this great free agent talent from around the NFL as if these people are sitting right now wherever they're at thinking, man, if only Atlanta offers. I want to be a part of that losing organization. They've lost five years in a row. I want to be a part of that. Talk about being gullible. Uh, Brian joins us on the Buck Baloo Show. Hello, Brian. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, Buck. How's it going? It's Good going well. Yeah, so, I mean, I just feel like there's there's a lot of history of really good players going to bad teams for a whole lot of money. I mean, if we offer a ton of money, who would say no to that? So overpay to get them in here. Right, I see what you're saying. So you totally just blow them away with the offer. But then at some point, aren't you running out of money at that point? Well, certainly there's only so many guys you can pay, but I think I was going to mention that before Brian said it so well. Um, well, just uh, to overpay, the, baby. Well, money talks, Buck. I mean, the the main thing that the, the main reason a, a player typically chooses a destination is because they want to pay the most money. Well, uh, I now, think also you're underestimating, though. They want to be with a quality organization oh, course, that absolutely. has a history of winning. They want to be a part of a winning culture, and we simply don't have it here. I totally agree with you. So, so there are certain guys that, yeah, pretty much Atlanta is just not even going to make their list, certain free agents. That's, yeah, that's I tell you, I'm not gullible to believe that, look, just the money's going to get it done. And do you really want a guy coming here that all he's interested in is the, the paycheck? Yeah. We've, I think so we've fallen I, into know, that trap before. I don't get before. that part of the deal either because, look, these NFL teams are obsessive about scouting these college kids trying to determine, okay, who's in it because they love the game and, and who's in it because they want to get paid. And then when it comes to free agency, they've got a different philosophy. That makes no sense. Just uh, throw the money at them, baby, and bring them on in here. There's a winning culture for you. Hey, guys, are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the Bulldogs taking home that national championship? 
Go to hexheadart.com. That's H-E-X-H-E-A-D-Art.com. And be sure to check out the new Georgia Bulldog National Champion pieces that they have. Really quality stuff. Be sure to use the promo code THEFAN for 10% off your purchase. Go to HexHeadArt.com and upgrade your fan cave today. Doesn't that lead us to the roundtable? Official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25 20, far sideline, 15 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, How Glog Group, T Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Did you see Kirby Smart at the basketball game last night? Georgia, Mississippi State, there with his family, obviously had a front row seat. And did you see Kirby working that phone? Texting. Every time they showed Kirby, he was looking down at the phone texting. I'm sure all over the transfer portal situation, monitoring that. He's always recruiting. Kirby was working last night at the basketball game as the Bulldogs go hunting for a three-peat, which has never been done before. Kirby's saying they're going to have to reinvent themselves coming into this third year of trying to uh, get it done and win a championship. Well, I tell you what, really encouraging. Yesterday, I gave you a, a deep dive into Carson Beck and what he's bringing to the table and, and actually passed on a little advice to Carson. I'm not sure it's ever going to get to him, but I did it nonetheless. And today, I wanted to bring up something the Bulldogs will have in 2023 that they did not have in 2022. Any guesses, DT? Road Dog, any guesses here? Something they'll have in the upcoming season that they did not have this previous season? Uh, right off the top of my head, I think of depth of wide receiver and playmakers on the outside. You're right. You're absolutely right. But I had something else in mind today. Please, what you got, Buck? Edge rushers. Yes, please. Nolan Bring Smith it. went down with an injury, and we certainly missed him in that Ohio State game. Could have used Nolan coming off the edge, getting pressure on C.J. Stroud, getting his butt on the ground. Nolan Smith went out injured, and we really never had anybody else that could step in and do the things he could do. Nolan Smith apparently is going to be a first or second round pick in the upcoming draft. His leadership, gold star leadership is what he provided after the injury, too. That was so impressive. But I look ahead, they, they could never replace him. This season, they got by, they went undefeated, won the national championship without any legitimate rushers coming off the edge. Pretty impressive stuff. But they're going to have it in 2023, brother. Because I tell you, that Michael Williams, you saw him at the end of the season, the light came on. They coached him up and suddenly he was a factor in the biggest games of the season at the end. Freshman, getting it done, number 13. I'm sure you saw him coming off the edge. And I just expect to see him continue to impress. And just talking with guys like David Pollock, they are absolutely convinced this guy's going to be the next star on this team. Michael Williams coming off one side. Now, if you only had one, 
then they could double team him. They could slide the protection his way. They could chip him with the running back before he gets out into the route. Heck, you, you might even find a way to double team him. Put a tight end on his side. Go two tight ends. Give that tackle some help. But I'll tell you what, I'm liking what I saw out of Marvin Jones Jr. that got a little playing time at the end of the season also on the other side. He wore number seven. And he was impressive too. Another young player that has a chance now to step in and be a starter on next year's defense. So with Michael Williams coming off the edge on one side, Marvin Jones Jr. coming off the edge on the other side. I think you got something special brewing on that defense. And then they've gone out and recruited at a really high level at the edge rusher position. Uh, Darius Smith out of Baxley is a guy to keep an eye on. Gabriel Harris out of Florida is a four-star. Samuel uh, Impemba. I believe is is the way you pronounce that. Out of Florida is a five-star. Damon Wilson out of Florida, a five-star. They are lining them up at at the the outside linebacker position, which is a stand-up defensive end. uh, uh, They're just grouping them all together these days, just calling them edge rushers. So look for the edge rushing to be back with this Bulldog defense next season. That's what we saw a lot of criticism on the Bulldogs' defense uh, in these last two games they played before this against Ohio State and LSU, giving up so many yards through the air. And so much blame went to the secondary, Buck. And really, in many of those cases, specifically against Ohio State, it wasn't fair to blame the secondary. They can't cover these receivers for five, six, seven seconds if, they're, if you're not getting the pressure and keeping that quarterback in the pocket. He's just running around making plays. You can't cover these guys all day. Yeah, so I'm feeling a little bit better about defensively, uh, maybe not giving up so many yards and so forth passing with these young men lined up on the edges of the defensive line next season. Can't wait to see Michael Williams, Marvin Jones Jr., and the rest of these guys uh, get after those quarterbacks in 2023. All right, coming back on the other side, I promise you up top, we're going to chop it up, man. Braves about four weeks away from showing up at spring training. We'll dive in uh, to a little Braves baseball talk coming up next. Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hanging out with the Buck Blue 
Blues Show here on the fans, 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your Thursday's going well. Well, we're going to have some rain at some point in time today. And want you to check out our podcast. We've got a wide array of incredible podcasts here on 680 The Fan with some of the talent. The podcast park is brought to you by Associated Credit Union. That's where you can find these podcasts at thepodcastpark.com. Like From the uh, Perch, a Falcons podcast, Punt and Pass. You got the Chuck Oliver show, The Southern Beat with Dan Matthews. And don't forget about Buck's Beat. I will have a new podcast episode dropping uh, in the next couple of days as we sort of transition away from, you know, the Bulldogs and college football as we get closer to spring training and baseball. Speaking of that, let's chop it up. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. We were roughly uh, 28 days away from these guys reporting. And McAlpin's down there now. He's actually putting a uniform on today. Buck, you've done that, too. He's, he's at the yeah. uh, the fantasy camp, right? Oh, that was a glorious couple of days, a glorious week down there. I totally enjoyed it. Didn't you pitch? I pitched four games in five days. <laughs> Came it. back, and, man, I was, Buck. I was hurting <laughs> when I got back, brother. Went and got the MRI, had a uh, shredded rotator Ooh. cuff situation going on. Did not get the surgery, though. Ate up some innings, though, it sounds like. Yeah, it was fun. I stood on the mound thinking this is uh, this is the most fun I've had since high school. Nice. Well, hopefully K-Mac's enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure he's going to be pitching four games in five days. He's going to be he talking have, about it. He doesn't have that stamina, Buck. All right, today what I've got for you is five reasons to be confident that the Braves have a legitimate shot to win the National League East six years in a row. Now, this is opposite than the Falcons. Falcons, they've lost uh, five losing seasons in a row. Our Braves have won the division five years in a row. And here's five reasons why they're going to make it six. Number one, a full season out of Acuna and Albies. And look, Ronald was never really right last season coming off that knee surgery. Ozzie Albies went down with an injury, and we we never got to see him at the end of the season. They're going to be 100% healthy coming into this year, and don't need to sit here and try to convince you what kind of impact these two dudes are going to make. So number one, full season from Acuna and Albies. Number two, man, we've got a really strong rotation set up here. I mean, you got Max Reed, we got the ace. Yeah, very just a hand. You could count them on one hand. The starters that have been more effective, more impactful than what Max Fried has been, and that's not going to change, regardless of his contract situation. This guy's an ultimate competitor. We've got an ace that can match up with any of those other aces out there. Plus, we've got Kyle Wright looking to stack another season behind that quality season he had last season. He's figured it out. Spencer Strider, just keep doing what you were doing last year, man. Pumping that fastball by him. Just keep on pumping it. And then you got Morton back, staying in the rotation. And uh, looking like, uh, just stay healthy, brother. 
and we uh, we're going to ride you all the way back to winning that division title again. We got Soroka and Ian Anderson. We could possibly go with a six-man rotation if we wanted to. All right, so the rotation's strong. Not a lot of teams can say that. Number three. Do you know that we've got the best catcher situation in Major League Baseball now? This Sean Murphy uh, fits this organization perfectly. He's in the prime of his career, other than real Muto. He's the best defending ca- d- defensive catcher in the game. Plus, you got Travis Darno with suddenly the backup. We got the best catcher situation in baseball. Number four. We've got three dudes that are going to hit 120 bombs. And those three dudes, you already know the answer to that. First baseman, Matt Olson. Second year with the organization. I'm going to write him down for 40. Austin Riley, my man. Third baseman, write him down for 40. And Ronald Acuna Jr., back full speed, write him down for 40. Three dudes going to hit 120 bombs. And then number five. We've got the best announcer in baseball in Ben Ingram. Congratulations to Ben. Did you see the Sportscaster of the Year in 2022? No, I did not see that. By the National Sports Media? Wow. Congratulations, Uh, Actually, I just wanted to fit that in there. Absolutely. Uh, Congratulations, Ben. We're all proud of you and the job that you do. Actually, the fifth spot is this. We've got the best manager in baseball and Brian Snitker. There are your five reasons to be confident the Braves are on their way to winning the division for the sixth consecutive year. Full season from Acuna and Albies. Strong rotation with Freed, Wright, Strider, and Morton. Best catcher situation in baseball with Sean Murphy and Travis Darno. We're going to have three dudes hit 120 bombs and Olsen, Riley, and Acuna. And we've got the best manager in baseball. There. Take that, Phillies. Take that, Mets. Not really worried about the Nationals and the Marlins. And that brings us to the final word today. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to Piece of Cake Bakery. I use the one in Duluth. There are nine locations in Metro Atlanta. Pieceofcakeinc.com. Pieceofcakeinc.com. You're going to love this bakery. My wife, Kelly, celebrated a birthday yesterday, and I broke a seven-year losing streak of letting her down with a bad cake. The cake was awesome yesterday. Chocolate with chocolate fudge icing, her favorite. And it was perfect. Made my day. Piece of cake. I love you, man. I can't thank you enough. The streak is over. Go to pieceofcakeinc.com and pick yours up soon. Got Valentine's Day coming up. Also wanted to throw out there, uh, I've got a book signing coming up next Tuesday, the 17th. I'll be speaking and then selling and signing my book, Inside the Hedges, 
at the Alpharetta Branch Library in collaboration with a novel idea Atlanta. It's an Atlanta Writers Club. So I will speak to the group and then be signing uh, my, my book Inside Hedges next Tuesday night at the Alpharetta Branch Library from 6 to 7.45. So I hope to see you there. Uh, if you can't get there, remember you can purchase this at InsideTheHedges.com. Road Dog, you were awesome last night on TV, brother. Thank you. Front row seat. DT, appreciate your work as the engineer of this show. That's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. Nick and Chris coming up next here on The Fan. Well, thank you, Buck. Where's Nerny? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.